0: we're live
1: we are live (laughs) hello this is
0: yeah this is january 9th 2023 uh for those of you uh, of course watching it now you know that but if you're watching this in the future at some point um, you can think back to what we're talking about um my name's regan forston i'm a certified life between life therapist from the newton institute Um, and uh, um, we're an institute that um, has found a way that allows anybody in a deep state of trance, which most people can reach, uh, to actually expand their awareness to what lies beyond this reality to the reality, actually to a, a more real reality than this even, uh, which is back home where, where we actually come from, which is from the other side. And uh, we've helped about 70,000 people have this experience. Um, and um, uh, Natasha and I just started this podcast about two years ago. We call it the dance of the soul. Um, because as, she'll, as you'll find out, if you don't already know, she's a very talented, intuitive medium. And um, between the two of us, from what, what I've discovered as one of the researchers about the other side uh, and what she knows from personal knowledge and her connection to the other side, uh, we're able to help people in their daily life with actually just to get through this, these, um, you know, this experience of being in a human body
1: exactly uh, so, yeah
0: so we approach everything from a spiritual viewpoint because we found out if you do it's a lot easier to navigate uh this world um and uh, my website you can see visittheafterlife.com and i'll mention it when we leave here today in an hour from now uh there's a lot of videos and things that talk more about this and you can even get a free ebook on my website if you request it um, it's called uh, reincarnation is real it's about all the proof and all of the current research that's being done and there's a lot of proof out there now and a lot of research being done so it's pretty much been proven that that's the way of the land right now and uh, and
1: we're all all waking up to this too we
0: are yeah we are it's not such a taboo subject anymore amongst people as the research shows that about uh uh, half of the uh, world right now believes in reincarnation where it used to be like 30 percent, now it's up to 50 and probably soon it'll probably be you know, 60, 70 percent probably is never going to be 100 percent because souls are at a different level of
1: awareness, of, uh,
0: awareness. and um, just some people, even if it's right in front of them, they won't believe it. But so we're just here to, just to I'm here just to tell you what the research shows. And uh, I've been to the other side two times and back. So I know that it's real for me. Uh, Natasha just uh, tell them just a a little bit about you and what you do too so in case they want to contact you after the show they'll know how to get a hold of you and and what to look forward to and meeting you and you helping them.
1: (laughs) Well I appreciate this and it's amazing how when we're doing life that you know when we go to counseling. You know, a lot of people are looking for counseling right now because they're yeah. going through grief, they're <laughs> going through emotions, they're going through anxiety, they're going through a lot of things and and a lot of people are having a hard time finding counselors. Yet, you know, you and I have time to fit people in, yeah, to help them through their anxiety, their grief, their, their structures. And I know I have a dear friend that I would love to help her, but I know her too well. <laughs> so, you know, she just needs a day to day work on how to negotiate through some of this grief and to know that every emotion is, is part of the grief process, you know, and I know a lot of people deal with anger, through the grief process and, and that kind of stuff but this show is not about necessarily grief but it's going to be about disappointment which is grief is in there but you know yeah. we've just had this um this dance of uh, you know and i i really love to help people go through their life story it's not that i bring joy it's not, doesn't bring me joy necessarily, but yet it brings, <coughs> that's my life purpose is to help people go through their journey and to find that they are not alone. And, you know, I talk with their loved ones. I talk with this, the guides, I talk with angels. There's no personal um, judgment with me. You know, everybody has a story that they have and I just work with it. And, you know, I've had people who just said that I was so mad at my spouse my ex-spouse because they did something and then here they die and I feel like you know I have this grief about it and I'm like going but what you are feeling is human you know it's okay if you're being abused to feel these hates and yet there's a place to put them and a place to work through them and and to negotiate with them and so I love to do that so you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com I'm here to help you. I just helped someone go through some doorways that the a client was going through and and you know, they were looking for some guidance on some things and then they had a dream and it was like everything that was in their dream was stuff that we talked about. So their his his inner soul was was working through a lot of those things. So that was a blessing to negotiate that. And I just had You know, this show is going to be about disappointment, but yet at the same time, I have to share that I just had a magical moment of the elements just were like so awake. The elements were so awake. I had um, a good downpour rain. I had dark clouds and I had the sun. So guess what showed up was a beautiful rainbow and it was actually a double rainbow and this rainbow was so vibrant. So, and then when I looked out um, to where the sun was coming, I have a maple tree. And the maple tree was glistening. Wow. The, 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 the trunk was so dark brown. And then the shining of the light off of it because it was so wet, it was so shimmery and so alive. And and I'm gonna have a video on this. So it, it will be in my one of my videos that are gonna be coming up in the next couple of days but it, it was just amazing how the elementals and i'm going to be talking about this in one of my shows soon is about how the elementals are waking up and how we can work with the elements uh coming up because uh, yeah. you we're know, really this is what this world's going to be about is the elements <coughs> and and mm-hmm. you know when you think about the animals that are waking up and and talking to us and they're part of the earth they're tired they're part of the negotiation. Like I was having a show the other day, or I was having a a class that I do and and we were talking about earth and I was going into my digestive system because the the tissue and the the brain tissue and a lot of that kind of stuff that I was working with, that's part of the earth. And so how can we negotiate some of that stuff with ourselves? So I'm going to, I don't know if I'll do that on Wednesday. Oh, maybe I might do it on Wednesday, but it's something yep, I did. can revisit and, revisit and revisit and revisit and revisit. So I don't know yeah. what I'm going to be doing yet.
0: Well, I, I used to, I guess that I I always kind of believed in elementals and things. And, and now uh, for people just listening else, because when you said elementals uh, in some other podcasts, that was the first time I was aware that of what they actually were. I didn't when you said elementals i didn't know what the heck you meant by that but what what would be a definition of elementals who okay. are the elementals
1: okay so elementals to me is you start at the basics fire water um air earth and metal and i there's a people can okay, say that the, there's elements. A couple, okay. the elements
0: elements of the earth
1: that but they are elementals. so you can almost feel like when the trees have the the air or the wind blowing through it. I can almost feel the, them talking. And then you have, um, and if you look at a flame, the flame dances and you ask it to dance and it may dance more. You get in the wind and the wind can blow away your emotions, you know? Wow. So so you get these different processes. You stand in the shower and the shower can wash your aches and pains and your emotions yeah. Oh, not a way, but, yeah. you know, so when I'm talking about that, and then when you add on the elementals, you look at the energy of what each, the water has, air has, fire has, the metals have that, and then you go into the next layer of the fairies, the fae the the and you look at who they are and they work with the elements they work with the plants they you know there's a fairy for every plant there's a fairy for every blade of grass i mean you know it's like there's there's the fairies and they work with earth yeah. and so with that that there's that the elementals are them too and then it goes up you know from there and how how basic something is and then it goes up from to get more awareness and more life and you know, a bla- you know, a, fa- a flame to me has so much personality. You know, it has a lot of yeah. personality. It's it's got energy, and you look at anything, and it has energy. So, with that, looking at how um, a river runs through you, and I don't want to talk too much about it because we're going to get, yeah, get off sure. track well, here. And we okay. can even do that um, together, maybe next next. Let's do that next week.
0: Yeah, let's talk about
1: the elementals.
0: Yeah, the I need I need to get to where I don't where I feel comfortable. With it because I think before I always kind of believed in it, but yet I felt silly talking about it because it's, you know, something in our society, whatever, where we think of fairies or something as being something of uh, Disney like, you know, where it was just made up and it's actually real. But I just, just real, real quick, I became more of a believer. As we did past life regressions at the Newton Institute with people and a number of people found themselves uh, that they had embodied their spiritual energy in these little elemental beings, you know, Mm -hmm. for some to have some sort of experience, Um, you know, and every society has has, uh, you know, it seems like some people, because they it seems that they exist in a in a slightly different dimensional way. So that, you know, just like the rainbow, we can only see the rainbow with our physical eyes at certain times when everything is just right where the light is just right and everything then yeah. our our eyes can see that but there, but that color is there even when we can't see it it's it's always there we're living in in like a rainbow you know oh color. we are yeah <clears> it's <throat> you know.
1: and 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 it's vibrational and and music has a vibration to it yeah. and it brings out the colors and it's amazing when you really see the color of love there's no words that can describe what love looks like in color. It, wow. It's it, it, uh, the it, it, the um, rainbow just mutes it, and that's one thing that when we're just when we're let's kind of let's grace this into what we were going to talk about with today was with yeah. disappointment. Um, is <coughs> that when you know when we're looking at being disappointed and stuff that you look at what color that is you know, disappointment is kind of like a, a, it almost has a muddy color to it. And, and, you know, when you think about when we're around somebody who's negative, you know, that heaviness, the color of it and, and the disappointment and all that energy that it really brings almost the, the, the light out of a room because it, it it sucks the light out of a room but yet if we're looking at the energy of like a rainbow and love and, and abundance that's why we get almost picked up into it you know we flow with it better because it aligns with the colors yeah. of our aura more our auras are very beautiful <laughs> rainbowic colors but the rainbow that we see in with our eye you know as much as my rainbow that i just had was so vibrant it was really a vibrant color that it um mute it's muted compared to what it could be so with that it's it's a dance that we're doing and you know going through the emotions that we do and and you know disappointment is one of those emotions and i know a lot of people over the holidays was very disappointed you know, they were very disappointed in oh, being able yeah. to travel. They were disappointed yeah. in in um, the process. Um, I know for me that, you know, like for you guys down in California, you're almost disappointed because there's a lot of rain that's coming down. And usually you have beautiful weather. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's one of those stories that we have disappointment around us. But yet at the same time though, how can we find joy when we're we're in those moments? And it's it is about those little pieces of the puzzle.
0: Yeah. It yeah. It it, it is. Yeah. There I think there were so many people that didn't have Christmas this year because they either they mm-hmm. didn't have electricity, they couldn't travel to go see relatives, so they they were disappointed, they couldn't hug the people that they love, you know, physically. Uh yeah. yeah. You know it happened to a lot of people uh anybody actually watching this now that has just gone through that let's you know um chime in on how you dealt with the disappointment because i think that's one of the challenges in life that we could talk about today is disappointment is is a normal thing and we we experience it in some form every day you know even in just little things like you know you get to you you read about this five-star restaurant that you're going to go to you're going to have this fabulous meal and then you go there and it's not like what people said it was. And you walk out thinking, "Oh my God, I just spent two hundred dollars on a meal that I didn't really like." You know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know. Uh, and uh, it's little things. It's just like you wake up and it's you didn't know it was gonna rain. And like you plan to go golfing, you know, like I, and you wake up and then it's pouring rain outside. and You realize, oh, man, it's not going to happen. There's that that feeling of disappointment that goes over your body because you have that all planned out. You know, I mean, that's just the normal day to day thing. So um, it's 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 not too hard to deal with that disappointment on little things. You know, you just kind of go, ah, shucks, and you kind of move on. But when you get to the bigger disappointments, they can. They can really bring you down sometime, Mm -hmm. you know, like, for instance, you have a child and uh, all of a sudden uh, you you realize, oh, my God, my my kids on drugs, you know. And, you know, you thought your great little perfect child was going to be just fine in college and everything's going to be fine. And then, you know, they come home and somehow something slips out of their bag and you see drugs or something, you know, and then you get. Wow you know, disappointment, you know, and that can carry on for weeks and for months. And how do you deal with it and everything like that? So, um, <clears throat> you know, maybe that's what we can talk about today. How do you deal if you're a spiritual person, a loving person and compassion? You know, what are some things you could do to deal with disappointment to to and what can you learn from having to deal with disappointment all the time? You know. Yes, because
1: there is something to learn from everything that we deal with. And I know for me that every time I've had something that you know has been disappointing, and I'm going to name it this year. My it was my first year without my youngest child. Well, she was meant to fly. I had that feeling she was going to come. You know, there was no doubt in what we were going to be doing. And she sat at the airport on on um, Christmas Eve uh-huh. and never ended up. And ended up with her luggage a week later yeah so you know but and for me i always always deal with some form of grief i've lost my family um, on my mom's side of the family and and i'm not really close with my dad's side of the family as much as i would love to be that you know it's like you know everybody here is important (laughs) and yet you know it was but i know for me that That when I got hit by the disappointment that she wasn't going to come and the realization.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's the thing is is that many times when we get into the realization that something really isn't going to happen, that we have to process through it. And that's the thing is that a lot of people don't realize how much it is about walking through it. And it's the ebb and flow. There was times when I was happy and laughing and then there would be times where I was melancholy, you know, and then there's times when people wanted to say, hey, you know, let's go talk about this and that and that and I'm like going, ah give me 10 minutes. You know, I had to get into the timing differently. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, if we can work with timing a little bit different than we do when we're going through the grief process or when we're going through disappointment or we're going through situations that our timing isn't always going to be with other people's timing when we're going through it. And, and, or somebody's going to think, oh, that's nothing, you know, and somebody else is going to be life altering for them you know so with that the going through these life altering moments and these these blessings of of understanding ourselves a little bit better i know for me that i have a a better understanding of my emotions this last holiday you know i really have understood how to to let things be where they are mm-hmm. and yet not stay in that muddy spot you know let it move let it go let it you know see and then i would keep telling myself what is the blessing i can see what is the blessing that i can see where is the joy i can see in this moment where is this or that and 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 it's not you know like somebody saying that you know that um you know oh you just lost you know you, it was your first christmas well i've had many without my my child you know and and it's no big deal but and and or but and i had several friends that lost their parents shortly before christmas or right after the holiday and well, and yeah. there's that disappointment now that this holiday is going to be kind of scarred with that but then at the same time though you know, what can we do to move through it? And the only thing I can say is, is get up and, and keep your feet moving. Get up and, yeah. and keep something moving in you because the fact that where the energy is now is not where the energy is going to be. And like yeah. for me, you know, I wasn't ready to take down my Christmas decorations. I wasn't ready for that to end. And yet what I had to do was go, okay, what can I do to start the process? Well, I started moving a couple of my Santas to the dining room table because that's where I load everything up. (laughs) And then I, you know, and then my husband came home as I was getting halfway done. He says, do you want to do Christmas lights? And I went, no, I was so like, no, I, I have to have my lights on. And I was so disappointed that he even just mentioned it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did a few more things in the house and then he hadn't sat down to take his nap yet. And I said, do you want to do Christmas lights now? Because the energy moved forward. And that's the thing that I want people to know that when we're in an emotional state, when we're in an emotional (coughs) situation, that the energy moves through and you can almost feel it moving. And then you can kind of say, you know, I'm not quite ready, but yet I'm ready to do it. Yeah, not quite ready, but I'm ready to do whatever that thing is.
0: Yeah, I I think um, for me, what helps me when I'm disappointed in something, first thing that I kind of go to now is like, okay, um, when am I supposed to learn from this? You know, you know, what do I need to do to make this a learning situation, Uh, you know, rather than uh, uh, to be bitter about it or, you know, to go into some negative mode? I, I generally if it's a big disappointment, sometimes I'll find myself going to the negative side um you know quickly at first sometimes, you know, my <clears throat> my gut reaction. But <clears throat> I find out as I become more spiritually advanced, I swing back to the positive side quicker and, and a lot faster. You know, there's a, a a poem by Rumi. I I just read it one time and I, I don't even know how I'd look it up again, but you know, Rumi's the most famous mm-hmm. uh, poet in the world. Some people never even heard of him, but he's the most published poet of uh, of all time. And he was uh, a very highly spiritual um, uh, being when he was down here. And so uh, some of his poetry goes right over people's heads. But as they grow spiritually and they read the poem again, then they get it, you know. Mm-hmm. But one of them was simple, I got the gist of it. And its I really thought of it a lot of times. And it's like, um, he's um, the wagon master and he's got this flatbed of, of people on it that he's bringing them along spiritually, you know. And you're going over and all of a sudden he's, boom, he go, they're going over some bumpy roads and if some of the people fall off into the mud, you know, and um, he just keeps going, you know, keeps going a little bit and he's looking back at him in the mud and saying, you know, you know, get up as quick as you can and try to catch up, you know. And uh, so I feel myself a lot of times like I'm on this road, you know, on the spiritual journey and every once in a while a bump comes in my life and i fall off into the mud you know
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh and i get done i'm disappointed i go ah oh, i just failed again because i'm i'm not on the wagon i i you know um but um what i realize now as i get out of the mud quicker and i run and catch up, <laughs> and get hear back yeah. up i'm all muddy still i'm getting it off but then i jump back on the wagon you know and that's how sometimes you can you know you can judge like how much you've grown in a year as you find out okay I had all these things happen this year, but you know what? I think I got back up and moved forward. You know, a lot faster than I have in in other years, and that's all. If you if you can just think of that and accomplish that, that's worth it because you feel like you're getting like you're in college and you're you're moving up. You know, you're ready for english 102 instead of being in the 101 you know (laughs) exactly
1: exactly because i know for me that you know it's like going back to that you know the metaphor that you just talked about about getting bounced off is that a lot of times what makes us sit in the mud longer is our humanness yeah. you know our human emotion like for me going through the story of my my child not coming that i knew there was a bigger picture for this I yeah. knew that there was a better, bigger reason. There was a reason why we were going through this. I trusted that process. I understood that process. But my humanness <laughs> had a hard time once in a while. It was yeah. a little bit sad, a little disappointed, a little um, – had to negotiate something. And, um, and it was funny how things kind of – the universe will set you up for something. Will set you up for an understanding. And like I was watching Saturday Night Live and there was a little skit on there about um, the family and the mom. And and the family was saying, I got this and I got that and I got this and I got that. And mom goes, and I got a robe. And then oh. and then the kid the kids and the dad are, I got this and I got that. And this, oh look what new I got. And mom goes, and I got a robe.
0: Yeah, I got this, and, that. And, and it was
1: funny. And then the mom goes, and I got a robe, and I'm gonna go make dinner breakfast. And then then the kids are like, going, and I got this, and I got that. And she comes back with the towel, a wet towel over, and I got burnt, and no one cares, and I still got a robe, you know. And and um, and and it was funny. And then then they go, and I got this, and look, there's more presents. And mom goes, more presents. Uh, yeah they're for the dog and guess what uh, the dog got a robe you know <laughs> and it was funny because my husband and i were watching this and and, and, and you know it, it was funny how but watching that video i had a choice it put me in the mindset either i can be a victim mm. of my life which disappointment is is, is going to be a part of it my inner child really wanted Christmas. My little child really wanted to open up presents, but life was teaching me that either I could be a victim of my life or I could be emotionally available to go through it at the same time, know that there's something bigger out there. Yeah. There's something more reasonable. And, and, you know, like uh, we, we didn't do presents this year and stuff like that, but, you know, as much this year. But it really made me think about why do I give? It's because I know that there's something that this person will want because of this. And and there's that disappointment that sneaks in because we don't always get what we want, but we give what Mm -hmm. other people may want. And yet that may not be what they wanted, but yet there's opportunity (laughs) for that. So disappointment has just been, it's in the air. And, you know, it's like, you know the the uh, elections and and government and and taxes and and now we have now we have to do taxes finally again and the disappointment and how does that look right and and so how do we negotiate this and it's partly I'm just gonna say you gotta de- say that okay I have disappointment oh that kind of sucks my humanness is really struggling right now. But yet, at the same time, I can see that there's a reason, and I'm gonna move forward. I'm gonna yeah. move forward.
0: There was a there was a video I saw just brought to mind. I think on YouTube one time, and it it was so uplifting to see. It was like a three year old, and she was opening her presents, and her mom did, gave her you know a bunch of stuff that, you know, should have been just normal stuff that she would get. You know, but but everything that the child opened up, her eyes were so grateful. And so, like, you know, a pair of socks, you know, oh, 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 I got a pair of socks, you know, and 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 it didn't matter what she opened. She was joyful and happy to receive what she got. Uh The thing is, is I know, um, is I remember in myself and seeing it in, uh, other people sometimes when I'm at relatives' house or grandchildren and opening and they're around seven, eight, nine years old. And, you know, they're somehow expecting something and they're looking for that in all those presents. And so they're open in the presents It's not the one that they're really looking for. So they go, Ugh. and, and one second they throw it aside and they're grabbing the next present. Like they have no joy in that, that other present because they were hoping. And, uh, some, I, I don't know who it was, but it was one of my grandkids or something didn't get what they were expecting in you know, all the presents or something. And they were just walking around with a mopey face for hours, you know, because they would, in their mind or something, they thought Santa or, or somebody was going to give them this certain present, you know. And so they had all that disappointment and they didn't see all the great little gifts that they got, you know. So, but that's just human nature you know. And that, and that,
1: yeah, and that's the thing is, is that people there's been many times where I'll say I I understand what's going on. I do get the picture, but my humanness right now is feeling kind of like hmm. <laughs> you know, and there's no words to that. <laughs> you know, but yeah. yet, at the same time, you know, how can we negotiate those stories and you know, it, it's like you know, I know that a lot of us you know, for me, you know, having the disappointment that my parents weren't here to help me raise my children. Yeah. You And and the grief of that. But yet at the same time, though, my kids are who they are because of who they are, you know, and there would have been a different flavoring. But yet at the same time, though, they are who they are. And that's the the understanding that I hope that we can get to is a little bit more of When disappointment happens many a times it's because the universe wants us to think about doing something a little different. Yeah. Doing it a little different. Now for me, my kid not coming was very disappointing. The opportunity I had was I washed walls of two separate rooms that I hadn't done forever. And um, and you know, being in the kitchen, it was dirty and stuff and dusty and, and we live at a dead end road. And so I could wash something down and then two weeks later it could be dusty again. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it's that process of just energetically cleaning <clears throat> out. And I knew that, that since she didn't come, I had an opportunity to do something different with my yeah. home. And I took that advantage of resting, doing resting doing resting doing and and that balance was oh my gosh it was an amazing thing so if we can take that opportunity disappointment losing a job um, things happening what can we do to move forward how can we move forward and part of it is, is seeing oh now what do I get a chance to do you know, and that keeps us out of the, the spinning wheel, the hamster wheel of going around and around with with with, yeah. the, with the guilt and the and the um, and the grief and the and the and the, the the anger and the frustration.
0: Yeah, it's funny you just mentioned that, too, because I remember this last year at one point I got I broke down, had to call AAA in my in my van and I had to wait for like an hour or two. It was a while and and i was bored and i oh i'm disappointed because i wasn't getting to where i wanted to go in time and then just sitting there and all of a sudden i started cleaning out you know going under the seats going into the glove box cleaning everything out and you know stuff that i'd been wanting to do for a year but never took the time to do it, and <laughs> it yeah and that, felt, and that felt pretty good you know i went wow and it was fun you know i said there oh wow i have now i have time because i always like to be busy doing something i got the whole the whole car clean, but something else you said uh, brought up something I remember thinking this year too of this feeling sad and a little disappointed that I, I both of my parents passed on my mom about six seven years ago and my dad about fifteen years ago, and because I've grown so much uh, as a as a human being and this fifteen years or something, part of me wishes that my dad was here right now and that I could know my dad with the consciousness I have now yes. and how much, how much more close I could feel to my father and how many th- things that I wished I had discussed with my dad or how many more things I wished I knew about my father, you know, um, because, um, you know, we miss out on those things when we're busy with our own lives and everything like that. When you're children, you don't really care about how your mom and dad met or what troubles they went through in their early marriage and everything. Cause we're dealing with our own stuff Um, but some people are fortunate enough that their parents live long enough that they get to our age, like, and they have these really cool conversations about and find out more, you know, like what, what's, you know, we don't know what my mom and dad went, the troubles they went through and how they dealt with stuff and everything, but you just kind of wish you could have seen that story, you know? Yes,
1: exactly. But that's also too, where like, I had a friend who he was passing and, um, And he was having a conversation about how, you know, he could have these conversations like he had with his dad. And I said, so why don't you call up your son and have them call up your daughter and have them? Yeah. Oh, they don't want me to bother them. I said, it's not a bother. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: It's not a bother. Just do it anyways. Call up and say, hey. You know I, know, I just wanted to have a conversation with you. You know, what are you know, how did you guys, you know, and if you, you know, one of these days I would like to talk about how you, your mom and I met, you know, and why we separated. What was the story? I know you have your perception, but I'd like to give you a perception that is a little, maybe a little different than what you, you know, or, and those are those things. Cause I can tell you once somebody has gone. I mean, I can tell you a little bit, but, you know, like there was a picture that my friend had on his wall and he told stories about it. Does any of us remember what those stories are? Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: can maybe talk to him, but I don't get the human aspect of that story. I get the Mm -hmm. spirit side of that story, but not the human aspect of it. And so that's the thing is, is that the disappointments in how we finish up our lives or others finish up their lives is help them by having conversations, by, you know, recording them if you want to, but be in the moment because there's a greater purpose for why and how we negotiate these stories. And, and, you know, disappointment is always going to be in our lives. It's always going to be in our lives. But there's also a reason why things are not happening. And if we can believe in that, you know, that there is going to be a story about why and how things happen. And, you know, the wisdom comes from that is just amazing.
0: Yeah, I wish I'd written down more things that have happened to me in my life. And now I know I could write a, a whole book now about the disappointments that came that actually because of those disappointments had put me on a different road and what they led to was far greater than the road I, that I was going down, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I, I've uh, Patty and I are really good about this with the little things like, you know, we plan to go to a particular place, we head out there and we find out uh, maybe the restaurant was closed for some reason or some place we're going. And so we just look at each other and we go, oh, okay, okay, what's plan B? You know, <laughs> plan- yes. And we'll figure something out. and And more times than not, we'll end up having a better night than we even would have thought we would have had if we went to the other place because it end up having us to to look around and to do something that we might be not even thought of before, mm-hmm. or it will lead us to some uh, it, you know experience that way. So um, a lot of times just, well, like um, I mean, this this is, I guess could be in this category of disappointment. There's a a person that I know that lost a job and was it was a job they really liked and was devastated. Like they got laid off just uh, like for no reason, but like a company takeover or something like that. I mean, they didn't do anything bad to get laid off, but they got laid off and they didn't know what to do. So uh, just to because they had to pay the bills, they just looked in the ads and they go, well, someone, I don't know much about that, but I got to do something. So they went and interviewed and got hired for this place. And then a few months later, they got laid off. And they went to another thing and, 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 and finally one day there was an ad in the paper for uh, <clears throat> this one uh, job And it said, well, you know, in order to be hired, you have to have some experience in this and this and this and this, which were kind of unrelated things. And they went there and they go, hey, yeah, I know a little bit about, you know, pets and I know a little bit about this. And now she's been in that job for like 10, 15 years, said best says it's the best job and everything. But, you know, she had to go through all those disappointments and kind of follow (coughs) that inner guidance to. You know, get to where she's going. So sometimes the universe uh, puts roadblocks in your way because it doesn't want you to go down the roads you're going down.
1: You know, it just
0: says we have a better road and we need you to go over here because of what to get this experience
1: and that experience (laughs) and that knowing and this knowing and 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 that's the thing is yeah it's amazing when we look at the bigger picture and roll with it. It's amazing what happens, but it's not easy going through it. I it's, you know and that's yeah. one thing I want people to know is is that disappointment, grief, anger, frustration, whatever that emotion is not easy to go through but it is something to go through it. And mm-hmm. and remembering that we are human and it's and it is to go through it. I know for us that <laughs> um up here in uh Washington Washington our Seahawks you know they they had a disappointing year in a way because you know they kept winning and losing winning and losing losing and winning and then you know it's like are they going to be in the playoffs well we're in the wild card but the wild card was is that they had to win this game and somebody else had to lose that yeah
0: and did that happen
1: actually everything worked in their favor oh wow Like I was almost checking into, you know, the energy because, you know, the Seahawks, we have a really good um, fan base here. And so you can almost feel the energy when something gets disappointed. It kind of goes, you know, it can almost be palatable in the energy. And I was like, okay but it was like you'd almost feel it going, yeah, we did it, (laughs) you know, type of
0: thing. I've been watching. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I've been watching more football this year than I have before. I don't know why. Um, uh, but, uh, it's, it's been interesting. So I've been kind of following that. Uh, but yeah, what's cool about the playoffs is no matter how bad you played during the year, if you, you know, if every other team played kind of bad too, and you're the best of the bad, you get to be in the playoffs and you could win the Super Bowl. you know, mm-hmm. even though you didn't have the best record all year long. You know? Exactly. So that's, that's what we all like to see that if the underdog, you know, like the worst, the one that everybody says, well, they, they got into the playoffs, but they're the worst team There's no way they're going to win. And to see them move up and everything is kind of
1: exciting. Exactly. And that's that's the thing is is that, you know, you think about all the places that disappointment can happen. And yet at the same time, what do they truly teach us? What do they truly lead us to? What do they truly get us through? It's like, it's amazing that process. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, I've had many disappointments and I've disliked them all. I'm going to be honest with you. I have disliked them all. They've yeah. hurt. They've emotionally yeah. hurt. But at the same time, I can tell you that, you know, going through that energy like for example, that um I had a situation where I was in a, a certain place in the school I work in, and I was in the resource room, and I really enjoyed, I felt purposeful in that. I was helping kids with reading. I was very purposeful in my knowings, and I was not on the playground. <laughs> and here, because of logistics of numbers of students that I got taken away from that position, I had been the longest in that position. I was the one who knew the system the best. Yeah. Um, I've gone through four teachers and helped every single teacher get into it. There's one paraeducator <clears throat> who had three months more seniority than me. And so I got put into the another position and campus safety. So I felt disappointed because I was brought down into another position. Yeah. Right? And then... That pair that that kicked me, that that had the three months more seniority than me, she left the job two months later.
0: Oh wow. So then you got the job. Eventually. No, I didn't. Oh.
1: I didn't. Because of the fact that I was hurt, it it took me off guard. I, I didn't get really a sense that I had was gonna leave that position. You know, I intuitively that it was kind of out of the blue for me. It almost <clears> took my <throat> legs out from underneath me. And the sad thing is, is my cat passed away pretty much at the same, on the same day that I, my last day oh. on that position was. So I had, I had this metaphor that things were really going, this was an ending process for me. This was an ending process for me. And, and a lot of times when we have those dominoes like that, uh, animal passing, job ending, um, something else um, going for, going like that, usually that's Saying that you're going to get something new. Well, I can tell you within the year of me having that position, I was able to negotiate less hours working at school. Mm -hmm. And if I was in that resource room, I wouldn't have been able to do that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: so the disappointment and the ache and the pain and the hurt the tears i was i had tears because I, I felt like i was being a band-aid being ripped out of a situation because of the fact that i felt so right in that position yeah but the universe said "But you're not in the right position for your future yeah you're in the right position for yourself now
0: now right that's a good but- way to put it
1: but you're not in the right position for your future and your future is going to be bigger than what you think it is.
0: Yeah.
1: So with that, now that I have, um, that I'm done at one o'clock, I have time for more clients. I have time for doing all this stuff. And I still feel purposeful because I'm helping teachers and kids and, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and places. And I have one recess time, which gives me the chance to be in the elements to learn the elements be in the moment of of how to negotiate with too much sun or too much rain or too much this or too much that and Mm -hmm. and find the balance in myself and and you know when you're playing with it and you and you find the purpose of being there in a different way a lot of times that gives it a little bit more grace Mm -hmm. because i can tell you that that (coughs) without that that band-aid being ripped out or that that being feeling ripped out and the pain of losing my familiar she was my familiar she's one of my cats that really understood me and so she needed (coughs) that that process of her going away was telling me intuitively you got to start new girl you got to start new what can you do to start new but my humanness had to go through the process of grief had to go through the process of dif- disappointment had to go through the process of anger had to go through the process of emotions to get, get to the place where I could get to my feet
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I I mean see same thing happened to me really too from a big disappointment I had back in 2008 I'd been a corporate comedian for years and years and years and was um you know well, I was doing company roasts as a ventriloquist uh magician you know comedy stand-up comedy guy and um i would uh, normally get like five thousand dollars a show just to go in, do an hour show fly in they give me a hotel and everything and i was doing enough of those to make a really good living you know and i've loved it i just love being on stage and everything and then the 2008 financial crisis happened immediately after that company stopped splurging money on comedians and that sort of thing because everything was falling apart I was lucky to even get hired we get five hundred dollars instead of five thousand so I couldn't make a living so I was so disappointed it was like this could be the end of my career that I've been doing for years and years and years and um, so because I had a a background in knowing that things are for a reason you know it kind of kept me going and but I had no idea where God was leading me at the time you know uh, and then, uh, we're riding in a car and with my, my dear friend, uh, Carrie, and she's looking at the newspaper and she just happens to see a little tiny ad in this paper that she picked up at random. She says, Hey, this, uh, this, this hypnotherapy college around here is doing a, f- a free, uh, two week, um, two week classes of free hypnotherapy, uh, kind of thing. And then all of a sudden I went, Oh, I'm a comedian. I could be a, I could, I could become a hypnotist and do, you know, these crazy hypnotist Uh shows, you know? So that's what got me there. And then um, I went there for two weeks. They taught, they taught us how to hypnotize people in in like three days. It's so simple. It's just, it's a simple process Mm to be good. Go on hypnosis. Um, And then of course, while there, when I, when I found out that the mind is programmable, like a computer, you can, you can go in and get rid of things you don't want, put in things that you want and be better something happened in me where I decided to, uh, you know, help people with their problems instead of making them quack like ducks, you know, yes. and I had that, that shift there. So I wouldn't be here today having the best job in the world and being as happy as I am and feeling that I've really met my purpose. If I hadn't had that huge disappointment of realizing I'm not going to be doing that anymore, you know, mm-hmm. that, which, that, that other job that I really loved. So I kind of went, I went from the, <clears throat> I went from the happy, laughing part of life to the agony part of life, you know, dealing with people that have all of these uh, her- horrific things that they have to go through in their life. So yes. I, I got to see both sides of the spectrum, you know, and I think that's what, <laughs> that's what helped me, is helping me be a better therapist, you know, because I've, you know, I needed to go through that other stuff. So, you know, things change. And uh, if you go along with the flow and realize it's this, inner guidance that you have to listen to that they need you somewhere else. You know, God needs you to be helping. in another, another thing, just like you, you know, I mean, you wouldn't be, we, you and I wouldn't be here if you hadn't had that disappointment. I hadn't had my disappointment and that we hadn't worked through it somehow, you know, exactly.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is I almost have an understanding in my world that it's not necessarily that you have to get baptized by fire get baptized by disappointment get Baptized yeah. by going through hard times. But the thing is though, we are human having a human experience and letting go is not part of our natural go-to. I yeah. mean, I have, I have friends that when they get really emotional and they have a time with their, when they're very, um, when they're very um, uh, what's uh, when they're feeling very out of control they get more in control by cleaning their house and they keep dumping things. They just get rid of things, right? So some people can go through phases where they just release things, right? But not as a as a natural human, a lot of times in a nat, in a way, there's many of us that struggle with that. And and so it, it does take a little bit more tug and pull. It does take a little bit more tug and pull. You know. And maybe the, the reason why, I like my kid not coming. We were going to go shopping one day. Well, maybe that day I would have put myself more in debt than I wanted to,
0: you know, Uh
1: you know, and, and, or there's could have been, or there could have been a wreck on the, on the the, somewhere, or, you know, like she uh, got her plane just canceled right out of her own uh, airport. So she was, didn't fly to like, Las Vegas and then sit there for a day or two and try to get to Las Vegas or to Seattle or to back to home to Santa Fe or to New, uh, Albuquerque. You know, so it, it, it's one of those things that there is a greater reason if, and if we can at all in our mindset, go to <coughs> what is the greater reason here? What can I have plan B, C, D, or E? because plan a wasn't meant to happen so Mm -hmm. what can i do to work with the universe and it's called negotiating it it's called negotiation with thyself to get moving forward and and you know and it does take a moment to sit down sometimes cross your arms and pout for a few minutes that's legal People don't realize how legal it is to have a moment. Now, what do you do with it is another story. Do you get mad at your mate? Do you get mad at somebody? Now, I can tell you that my my husband was saying, "Honey, you've been kind of depressed." I said, "Well, I have a reason to be depressed, you know," and and yet at the same time, you know, I had a smile on my face. I I tried to I do things. I I did things with joy. I. I I did some logistic things, but at the same time, though, sometimes it was hard to get out of that emotion. But I gave myself credit for at least getting up and walking forward. And that's the thing that people forget is it is about moving forward and it is about doing what we're doing in life.
0: Yeah. I just thought of a book titled something like um, Plan B, The Happiest Life, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, plan B, how to deal with the disappointments in life, you know, something like that, you know, because it's 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 I just know with me plan B is is what's got me here. You know, it's like it wasn't what I I thought I plan A, this is the way it's going to be, but the universe shifted me over here. So now plan B is actually my plan A, but I didn't know it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I'm on plan M, you know, but But at the same time though, all those places in between A and M made me who I am today.
0: Yeah.
1: And every time I've gone through something that has been logistically hard, logistically manipulating, you know, because I'm gonna call it that that these situations manipulate our emotions. Yeah. But yet how can we how can we decide that okay i'm here it, it's anger and, and you know kind of like going back to me when i when i was pulled from that job that i felt so right that the principal mm-hmm. called me into the office and says i have another job for you yeah and I sat there kind of numb because, you know, I was in grief with my cat passing and, and in grief because my job ended. And he gave me the logistics of that. And then I, I, he says, what's your answer? And I said, I need time to catch up with myself. I need time to check in with myself. And he says, okay, then you need to tell me by a certain time because I have to get things rolling because he had, you know, campus safety he had to fill. He had all these different logistics that he needed to know um, with, um, with uh, a new schedule type of thing. And I, I literally had to say, though, let me catch up with myself. So I went in the bathroom, kind of had a conversation. I, you know, intuitively I worked with myself. Not intuitively. I checked in with myself, you know, mm-hmm. you know, hey, Natasha, how you doing today? You know, I know we're struggling, <laughs> but is this something that you can do? You don't feel like you want to leave school right now. So is this something that you can do? Yes, it's something I can do. I don't necessarily want to do campus safety, but I could do it, you know, because I don't like it standing out like today's windstorm at 40 miles an hour and it coming off the mountains with the snow, you know, wind yeah. wind was cold, I don't want to be out there. Yeah, at the same time, though, how many times did I talk to a student today out at recess that really could use some support?
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and and that's the story that we go through, is, is that what is the greater purpose? And if we can fall back into that story, what is the greater purpose? Then it really can help
0: us. Oh, um, since we're, we only got five minutes left... Um... You know, okay, and maybe next week we could follow up on this a little bit because one thing that we could probably talk about for half an hour even is the disappointment in ourselves, you know, that's Mm. probably the biggest one of all that we feel sometimes when we're Mm. so disappointed that we didn't do that, that we could have done that, but we didn't do, you know, oh boy, I know that's a big one with people that causes a lot of of self-hatred or a lot of you know down so maybe we could t- touch a little bit on that the next show uh started off with or something you know yes. would be a big one too you know
1: why don't um, we do that
0: well we'll do that we'll do the okay.
1: disappoint having disappointment with ourselves and how to negotiate that yeah um, you know because, because i think
0: everybody shoot. can relate to that for sure yeah you know, and the perfectionism
1: way. and uh, and a lot of those triggers yes yeah
0: yeah and i thought of oh man you know um i just ordered some um uh, I'll have to let you know if it works pretty soon, but it's something supposed to help you with your memory. It's supposed to be, I watched a whole infomercial on it, and I, I got, I got the bug. I mean, I got the uh, they they hooked me, so I ordered some of the stuff, and uh, you know some of the changes I'm making this year, and I've been doing good so far. Uh, is that you know I'm having a, having a, a protein a vegetable not not animal protein but vegetable protein shake, you know four or five times a week, you know as one of my mm-hmm. meals, and you know cutting out uh, as much red meat is that I have having more, um, you know, uh, more veggies and everything. So I just, uh, you know, and we can follow up maybe in a month, too, with talking about, you know, how are those New Year's resolutions going? You know, right? And how to to get people to, because right around February is when the willpower uh, diminishes and people's... Mm -hmm. uh, where you start to become disappointed in yourself, I guess that would be part of that discussion too. You know, how do you feel about yourself when your new year's resolutions don't work out? You know, that you thought for sure would happen, you know? Exactly, well, I know,
1: um, hi Shaylee. Um, Shaylee said, hi. um, That, uh, you know- uh, um, Oh yeah, Shaylee. um, Yeah, sorry Ava, I know that you want me to open the door, but you're gonna have to wait a few minutes. my cat she's she's deciding every time i think about getting a new cat she comes up and starts being more loving so um she's fair she's had a a very feral um mindset in her dna and so she struggles with (laughs) with being very loving and sitting on the lap yeah but you know and there again is disappointment she didn't end up being a cat that i was really hoping for but she is teaching me a lot. She's showing yeah. me a lot, and, and and that's that's the gift of life. But you know, that's the thing is, is that you know, being oh my gosh, disappointment with ourselves, and then oh, Mercury in retrograde, Mars is coming out of retrograde this week. It's starting to do the parses, and re, um, next uh, week is Mercury in retrograde, and then we have oh, okay. what's the other planet? There's another planet, Uranus. Was in uh, was in retrograde that's moving out. And so with that, that, that we're going to be able to start moving. So if you haven't done your resolutions, mm-hmm. if you haven't set your goals, it's okay because it's practice to do better. I know for me, my intention was to be more in oneness with my life around me. Now, did that come into fruition? I can say yes, and I can mm-hmm. say no. But it's a practice to do better. It's about being in the moment, being presentable, being present in where I'm at. And I can tell one thing that it's really um, when I start doing my old habits of like getting on my phone or or, you know, like being distracted or something like that, I've learned, oh, wait a minute, oneness with where I'm at, oneness with what I'm doing. So remember that that a lot of our practices that we want to do different it's about the ebb and flow. And disappointment is part of that process of, oh, I didn't do that very well, did I? But I'm gonna do better yeah. now. And and doing that that struggle.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, well, I'm changing my viewpoint on retrograde for whatever reason this year. And and starting to get myself to say, when you say this is in retrograde, to go, oh yes. Instead of like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you know because i i've really changed in the last few years and we've been doing the show and i and and you really pointed out to me how that's 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 when we grow the most sometimes when the planets are in retrograde because it causes things to not be so smooth that's when we have to try to figure other ways of working things out and that's a huge that's when plan b comes and comes and comes and comes
1: exactly you know <clears throat>
0: and and when we have to deal with disappointments a lot of times because Like fixing the car and this this it doesn't work and there's more things are falling apart and you have to do all this and that. Um so it's actually, you know, I wanna when you say that I want to go, yes, retrograde. All right, you know, time for some fun here.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna come out. So we're gonna kind of get that because when a plan's in retrograde, it's almost like the re rethink, redo, reno, reapply, rework. Um, I know that like I was having a conversation with somebody and, and she's watching football and she's like why are all these guys crying all the time and pouting and getting angry? And I said, because their inner child is screeching out their inner child really wants to play and really wants to do things. And I can't do it. I don't want, Uh I don't want to go and timeout. I don't want to be going off the field and why am I having to do this? And why is that (laughs) happening? And, And, and it's like all these things. And so, And a lot of us with our inner child, it's not, I had to deal with my inner child a lot during the holidays. I want my daughter to come. You know, it's like, you know, it's one of those things that as you negotiate with your inner child, someday we'll have to talk about our inner child. Oh, maybe that's what I those Put those
0: down as future things to talk about. That's right. The inner child is a good one. Yeah, I'll oh, talk about,
1: actually I'm going to talk about the inner child cuz the inner child is really speaking up a lot lately. So, I might yeah. talk about that on Wednesday. I have a lot of couple couple of conversations I can cuz even if I talk about it on my show, a couple of weeks later we could talk about it with YouTube. Yeah, we can talk you, about yeah. and, and we can they get a whole different perspective on inner child.
0: Yeah, now Chaylee, she's if I remember she's like in her 20s, something she's young. I think, just like Katie mm-hmm. or Kate. You know, mm-hmm. it was young and that and um, that name is so cool that Ch- Chaley, you know,
1: yeah, sounds Chaley. like she'd be
0: a, an actress or, or somebody <laughs> famous, you know, <laughs> that exactly. way. So th- thanks for chiming in, Chaley, saying hi. That's always nice to have some more listeners. Just, just pop in and say hi you know exactly exactly
1: <laughs> so thank you all for coming and yeah. i hope this conversation we started out with rainbows and then we talked about disappointment but i hope that you have learned that disappointment means yeah. look at plan b look,
0: at plan, look b. at plan b
1: look at plan like my daughter not coming i had plan b oh i can rest and work on my house it was a blessing yeah. to do that walk into so- this new year with new that blessings
0: it's like, you know, for a happier year this year, enjoy Plan B, you know, because that's a lot of times where the learning and the real joy is, is kind of going where spirit um, kind of, you know, kind of
1: It's not a straight line. You, than we think
0: sometimes, you know?
1: It's not a straight line. Yeah. It really is so not a straight line.
0: anybody wants to get a hold of me, it's right there on the screen. Visit theafterlife.com. And what I want to stress, too, is that I, you know, I have a regular therapy practice besides my spiritual practice here. And I see a number of clients a month to help them with um, life issues, and we deal with it in using uh, other modalities, which are fantastic as far as balancing out any uh, energy or uh, any uh, emotions that you're dealing with that are hard to deal with. So I deal with PTSD and fears, phobias, um, any um, uh, uh, energy-based problems or issues that people have, which covers most of what everybody has problems, with, you know, that they are dealing with. Uh, it works really good on Zoom. I'm just face-to-face with my clients. I'm able to teach them some modalities, like I can teach them tapping. I can teach them the havening technique, uh, um, you know, different things that work really good with balancing emotions and everything. So always happy to do that. It doesn't matter if you're in England or you're here uh sometimes i'm up in the middle of the night because there's uh, time changes around the world you know and even <clears throat> these life between life sessions uh if you happen to see this if you ever would like to experience the afterlife it's like having a near-death experience without the death part so it's pretty cool you know and um, i help people with that every week so um that's life changing for most people because they 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 see this huge picture and for those that don't have it, just know that research shows that you're never alone. There's always a guide or someone watching over you. That's what 70,000 people have done this say. They all met their teachers, their guides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and know that your life has meaning and purpose. And the difficulties you're going through are to help you learn and grow, to become more kind, compassionate, patient, so forth. You know. So just know that everything is okay, even though it might seem kind of difficult sometimes. Okay? And exactly. what about Natasha? How they can get a hold of you at angelic mm-hmm. Right.
1: Angelic clarifications. There's two C's and an S at the end. Two C's yeah. in the middle and an S at the end. Um hi um, Sue. Uh, Sue is chiming in too. She just said hi. Um, that you know when we're going hey, through Susan. Yes. Happy
0: New Year Susan. Yes, happy yeah.
1: New Year to everyone here. That you know it, I love to support people going through whatever they're going through. The <laughs> their triggers, their set, you know, like I had somebody yesterday who just was like checking in with, you know, they were feeling like they're in between this and that. And, and just that confirmation on they're on the right path or that confirmation of where they're at. And, and, you know, we're all going through something right now, believe that you can have help and, and doing counseling or a, uh, a spiritual session with someone like you, Regan, or me can really give a different perspective on mm-hmm. how to negotiate through a lot of our emotions. And I know that like Shaylee last time was talking about how she had a near-death experience. and Yeah. and And, you know, that's something that you dance with the rest of your life. You know, it comes with ebb and flow and it comes with different layers, but it is something. And, and, you know, how can we negotiate that with a different understanding and having someone who's spiritual can really help you Mm -hmm. Can really help you. So blessings to all, if you like what um, you're seeing, um, please follow, please like share whatever you want, um, whatever feels right for you. And, um, Please tell others about us. So if they want to start watching us too, we're here every Monday at four o'clock Pacific time on um, Facebook, uh, my uh, angelic clarifications channel. Hi, Veronica. And um, Hey,
0: Veronica, happy new year.
1: And, um, and on my YouTube channel, Natasha Ventra, angelic clarifications. Uh, and then on Wednesday, I'm on the same channels, um, sometimes on Instagram, Natasha Venter 11. So if you want to uh, get some more help, Please show up around four o'clock. And um, if you listen to YouTube or to podcasts, we are on all podcasts um, The Dance of the Soul and Life Clarifications with Natasha. We're on most podcast platforms. So you can listen to old podcasts. You are so relevant. There's so many that we have that are um, past that are relevant for today. So please listen up. And I have, oh,
0: go ahead. Oh. Well, I just wanted to speak to Sh- uh, Shaley. I hope she's still listening. Um, uh, Shaylee, watch uh, Life After Life on uh, Netflix, I believe, uh, and uh, compare that to what you experienced in your new- near-death experience. And then uh, maybe next week or in a few weeks, if you've seen that or something, you want to talk about that. We can talk about your experience more to help other people and uh, just to talk about the subject. You know mm-hmm. about what it's like when you get a glimpse of the other side okay but it's just called life after life i watched it for the first time this last week even though people have been recommended to me for months but uh it's, it was a plan b thing something didn't happen i forget what and oh i was watching i was watching uh a nephew a two-year-old and uh on new year's eve because we were letting the mom get a little break to be able to go out and mm-hmm. oh, Man, he's a beautiful little kid, but oh my gosh, my whole office was turned upside down, you know. And right through the night, he was wanting his mommy so bad and I had to find a way to calm him down and everything. And so I couldn't watch the show that I was gonna watch. And so I thought, oh, let me just watch this documentary here while I'm, while I'm, you know, entertaining him and keeping him from missing his mom so much. And so I watched it, it was great. You know, it's about all these people, I think six different cases of people that have near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. And they're so, all different. And they're yeah, all they're different. all different. And they have a common commonality, but yet they're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Uh, Shannon so, was lucky to have one at an early age. Yes, yeah. it's it's probably shaped her, it's gotten her into plan B now compared to where she would have been other and plan B is going to be better.
1: Yep, exactly. All right. Well, blessings to all. And remember Everybody. you do are you are surrounded by loving beings, your family members, yep. and angels and guides to support you. So Fall back into their arms yeah. and trust trust right. trust trust blessings we'll
0: see, all see you all next week bye now <laughs> okay bye